What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here at Going Full Nerd. I got a question. Do you like this podcast? If so, great. I'd like to share with you. It isn't cheap to produce a weekly podcast, so I could really use your help. Take the time to visit anchor.fm slash goingfullnerd slash support and become a supporter. You could choose the amount of your support, get an exclusive supporter shout out, and receive access to exclusive supporter giveaways. So thanks in advance, and let's keep that nerdy goodness going. Peace, y'all, and I'm out of here. happening everybody it's your boy onyx here at going full nerd yo i know this is surprise i'm here it's saturday it's five o'clock and i'm dropping a live stream ain't that cool ain't that great that's what i do plus we're getting a lot more we're getting a lot more stuff popping off now so let me go ahead and kill this funky music and uh we could get into this and record this for the posterity you know get this rocking out you know but it's glad i'm glad to see you know each and every one of you you know I, even though i may not physically see all y'all i i greatly appreciate all of you who have joined chimed in all that other good stuff um but as always i have to go ahead and drop the shameless plug yes no matter what i do this is a tradition the shameless plug is something great you know this is the thing that i guess everybody on youtube and all sorts of social media you got to get the shameless plug and i want to make sure i get it done right so as always let me do the ventriloquist shameless plug but it goes a little something like this What's up, everybody? It's shameless plug time. So thanks for checking out the podcast, Going Full Nerd. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe everywhere possible. So look for Going Full Nerd on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, goingfullnerd.com, and my Twitter handle, ONYXXX1969. You can also listen to the audio version on its home, anchor.fm, but also on Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you consume your podcast listening pleasure. Hey, guys, let's get on with the show. Okay, so let's get this going, folks. Hey, welcome back to my Theories Change streams, okay? Um, 
And this is in regards to the Marvel Disney Plus series that we see popping off online. That's that's that that's that's a thing. I I I, I decided after going every two weeks with WandaVision and doing all the changing theories and trying to predict the, you know, the outcomes or what they're going to introduce or what they're going to do. I figured, you know, hey, we got Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up. Let's do it. Let's do it, too. Let's pop it off, you know? So we're going to go ahead and do it. So, oh, excuse me, drinking the beer. is Oh, man, it's something else. Oh, ooh, man. Whew. Pardon me. But, you know, you see, I'm decked out in my Winter Soldier. You see, hold on, let me move the mic out the way. Hold on, hold on. You see, you see, I'm, you see, I'm decked out on my Winter Soldier gear because we're going to talk a little Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right. So next up on deck, like I said, is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This six episode series, it's, it's you know, it is each episode clocking under about an hour or so, you know, and I'm going to warn you right now. If you're looking for more WandaVision style ambiguity and slow burn reveals, that remains to be seen. But I'm going to talk about what we've seen so far. Shout out. What's happening? Low Cuts. Glad you could join in. All right. So here's the deal. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's following the trend of exploring the Marvel Cinematic Universe post blip I, I i still don't know how i feel about them saying the blip you know i can say after people were snapped back that that feels more comfortable to me saying that you know but oh, oh we got a post blip world you know I, I blame that on sony and spider-man go figure you know but here's the thing the focus on the world is it, it I, I think this is a good direction for Marvel on this, but the focus on many of, or for the lack of a better term, the third tier Avengers in all of these Disney plus series coming up is actually kind of refreshing because I think the whole purpose of these are to introduce new blood, new heroes into the fold to fill the gap created by the departure of the big three. I mean, let's 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 think about it honestly. You know, we got we don't have Cap, we don't have Iron Man anymore. You know, we got third tier characters. Okay, we got the Falcon. We got actually third third tier characters because Iron Man was a third tier character before the success of you know the Iron Man flick and Robert Downey Jr. doing his thing, but. It is what it is. We got like third, third, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, third tier, you know, Falcon, as much as I like Anthony Mackie, third tier, Black Panther, you know, RIP, Chadwick Boseman, third tier, you know, the big, the big boys was Hulk, Spider-Man, you know, and the Fantastic Four, which, and they're not in the MCU yet. It is what it is, you know, but here we go. There are a couple of things I saw alluded to in WandaVision, and it really needs some clarification after watching this episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And that is, what happened to the Sokovia Accords and why people didn't react to Wanda like they reacted to Falcon? 
You know, if you remember, go back into WandaVision, you know, when she got over to, you know, Sword Headquarters, it was like, you know, basically they hit her with the who is this B? You know what I'm saying? You know, they they treated they 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 were like treating us some kind of way. But yet when people see the Falcon in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you got mugs wanting to take selfies. Oh, Avengers. Oh, thank you. You great. Yay. You know, that type of stuff. You know, so it's interesting, you know. And I understand that, you know, WandaVision happened a couple of weeks post blip, you know, to use their term. But you also had, you know, this Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon made the reference. This is like six months after. Or maybe a little more. He basically six months. He's been working with the Air Force. That's the, the back or back working with the Air Force. He didn't get enlisted again. He's you know he's the Falcon, Kaka, you know, doing his thing. I, I mean, he got to work again with the Air Force. And, you know, maybe it was Rhodey pulled some strings. I don't know. Maybe, kind of. Maybe the fact that he helped save the world. You know, if you remember Endgame, you know, he had them wings. He he hit that gorilla creature thing. He's like, ah, looking like, you know, that dance they've been doing online. They, they do the thing where they're moving their hands and they're doing the shake. You know, maybe he looked like, but anyway, I'm not even going to go there. But here's the thing. But I hope that gets addressed as to why some Avengers got looked at like, uh, what the hey, while other Avengers were treated a little more amicably you know what i'm saying i can't wait to see what happens with the others you know like ant-man like um you know captain marvel see what goes down with her you know damn sure want to see what goes down with the hulk with since they announced the she hulk series so that should be pretty interesting anyway so Here's the deal. Looking at this, you have Batrock the Leaper. If you don't know who Batrock the Leaper is, if you go back to the Winter Soldier movie, he was the dude Captain America was fighting on the boat. And, you know, it's a slight inconsistency that I saw. And, and maybe you saw it. Maybe I didn't see it. Or, you know, I'm thinking the whole thing. I mean, this guy fought Cap back in Winter Soldier, right? And him and Cap was fighting on that boat. And he was giving Cap a few rounds for his money before Cap was like, you know what? <laughs> let, me, let me go ahead and, and, and ring this sucker's bells. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's interesting. Because, you know, Falcon was going toe-to-toe with this dude. And the last time I checked, Falcon was just a regular dude. No enhanced abilities. Yeah, he got the wings. But, you know, that, that brother could fight. If that's the deal, you know, I mean, it does show that he is worthy of the superhero title because he was a, he's able to throw down like he does. But that makes me wonder, you know, is every military person in um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe a badass? I know I, I spent some time in the military, few years, a lot of years, a couple of decades. And, uh, you know, I ain't no slouch. I could fight. But I don't think I'm fighting at that kind of level. I mean, my back, my neck and my back is all jacked up. It, it is what it is, you know. But the deal is, is the cinematography and the fight sequences in the first move in the first episode, it had that movie feel, you know, basically Falcon flying around, seeing flashbacks of the Winter Soldier kind of things throwing down. That right there was good. It wasn't a lot. 
but it lets me know they had a pretty decent budget in the production of this. And they took their time. Unlike a lot of television shows, unlike a lot of streaming shows, I'm not talking streaming movies, I'm talking streaming shows, they have some, you know, budget issues where things look a little cheesy, things look a little plasticky, things look basically effed up. I mean, I'll just put it on the table. But it is what it is. Now, here's the thing, though. I can already see this this show evolving into something more. And that's and that's cool. That's the great thing about it. I mean, I'm glad to see Don Cheadle, you know, as Rhodey. He was a lieutenant colonel when he was introduced. He's now a full bird colonel. Okay, he got it's been a number of years since since Terrence Howard got replaced me. And Don Cheadle showed up, and uh, Don Cheadle, he got the promotion to full bird colonel. That's cool. But another thing, I don't know if it was because of the budget, or maybe they got a little inconsistency, or maybe they just, the camera angles just weren't right, but I didn't see his uh, leg braces that he used in um, Avengers Endgame, because as you remember, during Civil War, he, he, he had to have a bacchiotomy you know, a bionic bacchiotomy and that bionic bacchiotomy required him to use leg braces because his spine was jacked up from, you know, visions, Aaron Braff dealing with Sam and glad to see he is healed. If that's the case, or they got smaller braces, better Stark tech. I don't know, but the key is, or maybe rocket made something, you know, they got space people now. Maybe Carol brought something because, you know, Carol and him were winking at each other and, you know, end game, you know, like, Hey baby, what's up? You know, doing that thing. Um, but here's the deal, you know, I could see him showing up and I think they may use him if he does show up in further episodes. Remember there's only six, we got five more to go. Maybe they're planting the seeds for his armor wars series that they announced, uh, just a few weeks ago. Maybe that, Maybe maybe this is going to feed into that. That 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 would be kind of awesome, you know, to see him take up that uh, Iron Man um, storyline, you know. But since Robert Downey's not there, obviously it's not going to be Iron Man. It's going to be Rhodey. But that's going to be cool. There's going to be War Machine doing that. I can see it. I can see it in a subtle hint. Subtle hint. You know what I mean? It is it, thing. Now. Let's go to the other main character, the Winter Soldier. My man, my man, Bucket, my man, Bucket Barnes. Okay, here's the thing. While his programming is gone, his PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder is still there. And the guilt he feels over the acts he committed while brainwashed, they're still hanging over him. That's something that is actually pretty groundbreaking. But the thing about it, is guilt and regret. They're very strong feelings. And I think part of this is going to be him coming to terms with it. And we, I, I think we're going to get the man out of time backstory we were cheated of with Captain America. I mean, they made statements within this show. He was over a hundred years old. He said it jokingly in a cup in a scene, but it's the truth. I mean, and so I think we're going to get more of that man out of time with Bucky 
with the Winter Soldier, as well as him trying to cope with reconciling his past and all that good stuff. So that's going to be that's going to be good. I think that's going to be good. But watch it, check it, check it. Now, here's the thing. Um, PTSD was already done in a Marvel series. It was done on Netflix in Jessica Jones. But a lot of people didn't like Jessica Jones. I think Jessica Jones was one of the better, better Marvel Netflix series. It wasn't Daredevil quality. It wasn't Punisher quality. Hell, it wasn't Luke Cage quality, but it was up there. I mean, the only one that really was kind of low quality was uh, Defenders and Iron Fist, but that's between me and you. But um, the deal is, is they dealt with PTSD there, but it was from Jessica Jones' perspective, not this kind of perspective of somebody. Uh, well, it was actually the same kind of view. If you think about it overall, somebody that was forced to do things that they did not want to do. In Jessica Jones, she was forced to kill an innocent, or maybe we found out not so innocent, person under the mind control of someone else. And lo and behold, that's happening with Bucky. He, you know, I don't know. I forgot what, what are the code words again? I mean, nerd, computer, bullshit, <laughs> you know, that, that sent me off. Yeah. Uh, hell Hydra, you know, all that good stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It is, it is what it is, but he's, he's coming to copes with that because he remembers everything. And, you know, and now the guilt is washing over him. So that's cool. I mean, he was in Wakanda. They got the programming out. But they did not get the emotional connection or the guilt out. So that's something to think about. Something to think about. But the last and not least, the end of the episode gives us our first look at Wyatt Russell as the new Captain America known as John Walker. Honestly, between me and you, he looks goofy as hell. I mean, I know I'm not, you know, my chiseled good looks. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, I use that term loosely. But my key is, is what's up? What the heck? Who is ringing, buzzing me? What the heck is going on? What is, what is, what is going on? Sometimes I got to close certain things. Let me close this. Who dares? Who dares buzz me during my show? Let me, let me cut that out. Okay. Let's get this right. Okay. Sometimes I got to, you know, I forget to turn off certain things. Sorry about the ding a ding ding ding. But here goes the thing. He looks goofy as hell. I mean, what's up with my man's nose? Like, really? Like the sack and the helmet. Somebody's been, they've been posting memes online. He looks like the, the grandfather from Up. You know what I'm saying? I know my, my nose ain't all that tiny, but his nose with the mask and looking big as hell. But the look of pistivity, the highest look of pistivity on, on my man's face, on Falcon's face, when he saw they made a new Captain America I can't wait to see the fallout in the next episode. Now, here's the thing. We had a couple of Easter eggs. These Easter eggs were real minor. Um, they're more for the comic book fans. It is what it is. If you look, Lieutenant Torres, who's in the comic, who's in this as his liaison in the beginning and seems to be, you know, Sam's buddy. 
Well, in the comic books, he, his name is Joe Quinn Torres. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You know, okay. He becomes the new Falcon when Sam became Captain America in the comic books. Okay. Will this be an end result of this series and he possibly join the next iteration of the Avengers? At this point, that's unknown, but it's glad to see a good, I'm going to say it, to see a good, all right, Easter egg. A good thing for the comic book fans. I like that. I like that. Then the thing is, you know, he's showing an affinity for the tech. He's, you know, looking out and seems to idolize Sam. All right. So that means, you know, there, there may be something big for him or it could be a one-off throw-off role. They could be trying to get a new Avengers set up. I don't know. I mean, we all know that the big bad for the next Avengers movies is supposed to be Kang. That's the rumor control. And he's going to get introduced in Ant-Man, Quantumania. Don't know if that's a, 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 a fake out by Sam Feige. Who knows? But can't wait to see. Now, here's a theory. And I'm going to leave you with this theory as I end this episode. Is... This can have a connection to the Netflix Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Netflix universe, okay? Because people are saying that the television shows and the Netflix stuff still have no connection. I mean, WandaVision did a couple of things that kind of spread it apart. You know, the different dark holes, certain little things that just further and further kind of take the TV properties and push them away. I know that Feige in the past did not want to deal with the television side. They said that's, you know, all the stuff in the trade papers and things like that. But the cool part is now that he has complete control, he has the ability to kind of meld and mix things to his choosing to bring those things in. That's a possibility. So here's the thing. Theory. They can have a connection to the Netflix MCU if they explain the strength of the unknown individual who whooped Torres's ass during that robbery scene. You remember the one scene? where everybody was putting on the mask and there was chaos in the streets and all that. And dude jumped out the window and dude tried to arrest him and he whooped Torres's ass. I mean, when he, he like laid Torres out was like, and then he like boot stomped him. Like he had a pair of Tim's on and he was in New York. He was like, yo son, get your ass off me. And that's the way he did it. It can be, you know, it can be explained. I mean, because this stuff just doesn't pop up. Superpowers don't pop up in the MCU by accident, okay? They, they've been explaining all of the superpowers with everything. So here's my explanation. It could be tied to Dr. Cal Malice, a.k.a. the comic books know, fans know him as the power broker. Now, here's the thing. Carl Malice appears in the second season of Netflix, Jessica Jones. Okay, he's the one who runs a biotech known as IGH, and they specialized in state of the art reconstructive surgery and enhancements. Okay, he was killed off in Jessica Jones series after he attempted to bestow superpowers on Jessica's friend Patsy Walker. He also bestowed or at least activated superpowers in Jessica Jones and her mom. Don't know exactly, but it was dealing with, you know, I got to go back and watch it. 
or you could go back and watch my review. I think I talked about it a little bit, but here's the deal. He, since he was killed off in Jessica Jones, you don't have to revisit the character himself. Don't even have to give that actor any screen time. But what you could say is, is that his um, research and the stuff from his clinic had been confiscated by a group during the snap. And boom, boom. Now you've got a connection to the Netflix universe and you don't even have to touch a whole bunch of stuff. You see what I'm saying? You know, instead of creating a whole new thing or having to rewrite history. I mean, I know, I know they're introducing alternate realities, multiverse and all that stuff. So they could basically go off on their own tangent, reintroduce characters and stuff like that. It is what it is. But it wouldn't be too far of a reach because if you go back to the comic books, go back to the Captain America comic books and I'll try to post which comic books those are on my Twitter feed or inside the community tab on YouTube. I'll go ahead and do that. But the key is, how do you think John Walker, the guy that they introduced as Captain America in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, got his enhanced strength in the comic books? He was a customer of Power Broker and that type of research. Power Broker in the comic books was a group who basically started a wrestling, and this is where it gets a little crazy, started a unlimited class wrestling group, okay? And they gave a bunch of people superpowers, people like characters known as D-Man, and they had The Thing was in it at one point, you know, wrestling other superpowered individuals. So that's just something to think about. Something to think about. And that's how they could do it. But anyway, first episode is starting off slow, it is decent action. The action fans who were disappointed in the first two episodes of WandaVision, they should be satisfied a little bit with the action from the Falcon and the action from the Winter Soldier in this first episode of this series. Can't wait to see how this kind of picks up. Can't wait to see how Zemo's involved, how Agent 13, Sharon Carter's involved, and can't wait to see what this will lead on to. So, Unlike uh, WandaVision, I will be doing one theories video per episode with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, they will all not be live, but I will record them each week and they will be displayed at least by the Saturday of that week. So they jump on Fridays. I will have my synopsis, thought process, and maybe forging ahead on Saturdays. I, I, I'll get that done. But anyway, thanks a lot for dropping in. He is old school power broker. That's, that was my explanation. Um, you prefer, I, I, I see in the chat, you prefer Terrence Howard. Yo, man, I can't take Lucius Lyons. I'm kind of glad he's not that man. But, you know, I don't know how I would feel if he was Infinity War, man. I could see him talking about, well, we're going to go back in time. Why don't we snap Thanos' neck as a baby, man? I could see him do that. You know, I don't know. It is what it is. Hey, that's Terrence Howard's fault. I know he mad and missing out on that Disney money. But anyway, I'm not going to revisit that old stuff. Hey, join me tomorrow. We got the big show, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I got into a big argument with one of my boys today just chilling and chat. So tomorrow I'm going to talk about that argument. I'm going to give you my thoughts on Zack Snyder's Justice League and you'll get that on the podcast. But yo, this is your boy Onyx going full nerd 
And as always, if you can't say something nice about somebody, send it to me. Let me say it. Screw you. <laughs> and you could get send that sound clip to anybody you want. But hey, thanks for watching. Remember, you can join as a member. Make sure you subscribe. YouTube.com slash going full nerd. Anchor.fm slash going full nerd. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. Let me hit that funky outro music. And it is what it is. I'm still fly, folks. I could really use a change of scenery. Yeah. Everybody's smoking all the greenery. But I'm still fly, I'm still fly, I know. Hey, check it out. Channel memberships are open. If you get a chance, you're seeing this. Hey, if you're already subscribed, get a membership. The memberships are as low as $1.99 US dollars. Trust me, it will translate over and you get exclusive access to certain videos a day early. You also get access to members only community messages. So you get that. And the higher you go up, even better. You get discounts. Yes, discounts on Going Full Nerd merchandise in the Going Full merchandise store. Anyway, hey. Tomorrow's episode is going to be real, real good. So peep it, check it, and peace, y'all. I'm out of here once again. Like, share, subscribe. It's my time. It's my time. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs>